Hey everyone, welcome to The Flip Side with your hosts Chris and Sean. We're a podcast rambling about the interesting questions in the world of movement. Welcome back to The Flip Side Podcast. This episode, I would like to talk about the benefits of jujitsu and Muay Thai in my experience. And I think uh, right off the bat, the craziest thing is that um, the conditioning is ridiculous. So oh, we kind of, it's insane. So I kind of talked about this um, in our uh, last episode um, about, uh, what was the last episode about, Sean? Uh, the last episode was... Oh, joining new communities. Yes. Yes. So um, <laughs> we literally recorded like five minutes. I know. <laughs> so uh, this is proof that we just vomit words into the screen. But uh, yeah, so uh, the the thing about that is that Jiu-Jitsu and, and, and the Muay Thai, they focus on different things. I mean, they're obviously a different community, but it's still martial arts uh, in comparison, yeah. like if you still call tricky martial arts, like it is, um, I would say so. Um, it falls like under, you know, the umbrella, umbrella categories. Yeah, the it's the umbrella. yeah. So, um, so yeah, like they just focus on different things. Like in, in tricking, you're going to focus on like explosiveness. You're going to ex- uh, focus on like the momentum and just like posture and things like that. But in these other two martial arts, the biggest thing is like, you need to not stop. You need to like have really good stamina. You have to have really good form. You have to have consistency and power. And I think mm-hmm. that consistency is the hardest part. Cause like in tricking, you get to just be like, you get to be like, oh, I'm just going to do like a five string combo max. And then when it's done, you see people land and they land all like, and like tripping and stuff. Even if it's easy to land, they just like give up as soon as they know they have it. And then they just like, yeah, crappy, but like, and you still see a stomp, you know, but then I just feel like, at least for me, when I stomp stuff, my upper body's heavy. So I just, I just like slouch oh, immediately. <laughs> like, <"Woo!" laughs> like immediately. <laughs> but then in, in, in like Muay Thai is the best example. Like, what, what we do is like for an hour straight, I will be like, they're like a uh, warm up and then they go, okay, we're going to start with boxing. And then they do boxing and they'll be like, like they'll put three minutes on the clock and then you have to just do it. And they're like, go, 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 go. The whole time you have to go hard. And then um, they'll take like a minute rest. But like during the minute rest, you're like push pushups and sit ups. Then they're talking about the next thing that you're going to be doing. Then you get up and you do that next thing, the next series on the bag. And you do that for an hour straight. <laughs> it's like ridiculous you're combining punches and kicks and so like doing that like my cardio got so good and i actually mentioned this um before with like the cardio that injured my inner thigh where like i feel like my inner power was so high and my like cardio and my explosiveness it was never like it was unmatched to like previous past chris like i was like i don't know why but i feel like i have this engine in me now that is like completely different and then um but then I did that cartwheel and I like put that type of that new power into that cartwheel and my body was like, yeah, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and put in like a, a brand new sports engine into like a clunky car that hadn't dealt with that. Nope. <laughs> that that's what happened, I think. And so it just took a while for the rest of my body to catch up. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is like that cardio boost and like that inner power that I was like, holy crap, I just accessed something new. Yeah, because like doing training for like martial arts, I mean, especially ones that are com- that are like specific combat martial arts, because like right. combat martial arts, like you are literally training to kill somebody, because that that shit is intense. Yeah, I mean, doing stuff like that or like boxing in general, like it 
really increases your cardio really quick because if you can't last, you just lose. Right. Like, there, there is zero empathy for if you can't last during a match. Like it, they don't care. They're just like, well, then I can just literally wait you out and then win. Yeah, so that's, that's the scariest part. And I think also it's so funny because so tricking is really good about like bringing out your ultimate physical level. Like people talk about like, well, if you're tricking, you're basically like getting in a car accident every time, you know, every yeah. time you fall, it's like a car accident every, and you're just transferring tremendous amounts of energy. And we've talked about this before where you're like, oh, well, what is the amount of weight to break the human femur? Oh, it's about one ton. Okay, um, how much force does a Olympic gymnast generate when she's landing skills on her femur? Oh, two tons. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? That's the thing. I explained that to one of the girls at the gym. Actually, it was a group of them. Because they had no concept of understanding this. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain something really scientific to you. It's not extreme scientific, but like, just so you understand. Yeah, just get this math real quick. Produces so much energy that it should break your femur and it doesn't don't ask me why but it doesn't it's just i mean the way they broke it down was it's purely from repetition and conditioning you're conditioning your body to handle a certain amount of power and it adjusts because because that's that's the that's the break in the statistic they say how much does it take to break the average femur yeah my femur the average (laughs) right and so but that's crazy too so like you talk about that and you're like wow tricking is really like next level physical feats oh and it is but you know what it is even like if you're trying to break limits and you're trying to get to that next level physically it's like okay what is more physically demanding than putting yourself up against someone who thinks that their body is at their max potential it's like two 100 percent like top built bodies fighting to knock out. I mean, it's like, there's literally nothing else that you can like, it's like, there is, you can never be like the best. You can't be the top, you know? It's like, you have, you have to stay at this level that is ridiculous. And that's why I wanted to do it so bad. And because it's like, I feel like I have untapped potential physically that I can't make myself, because we've talked about this, like tricking, you don't get better at tricking unless you're tricking. Yeah, that's true in the Muay Thai and the Jiu-Jitsu stuff, you are doing things that are so beneficial uh, for tricking. And if you have a good tricking base, it, it would boost you so much. So yeah. Hey, if you enjoy our content and you want to show some support, make sure you follow us on Spotify and Instagram. Our Instagram tag is the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast. Just make sure to go on there just shout out like old episodes that you liked, anything about the new episodes. You can comment on any of them. We would really appreciate it. And if you do end up wanting to go a step further, just become a supporter. All you have to do is follow the link in the description in any of our episodes that we've published. And you can also go under the about section in our Spotify homepage. You can do as little as 99 cents a month. Any amount that you guys support us is going to help us build a better podcast and help build better trickers around the world. So, that, I mean, that kind of goes back into our conditioning episode a little bit, where conditioning will just innately help you. And you're essentially, I mean, you are using Brazilian, or you do Brazilian jiu-jitsu or just jiu-jitsu? Oh, it's like, yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So, jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai is like conditioning, which is also nuts in so many ways, because that's like really intense. Because I don't have and to work out anymore. 
<laughs> no, I know. Cause like the amount of strain you're putting your body through when you're doing stuff like that. So if you're going for an hour straight of doing a high intensity interval workout, which is essentially what you're doing. Yeah. That's insane. Like that is like, that is hardcore. So, I mean, if you, if you apply that to tricking, you're like, okay, well I'm doing, let's say you're doing like 10 G switches in a row. That's like, okay, like this is my peak, like this is my max. And then you start doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu and you start doing the Muay Thai and they start doing like the conditioning that they do before you're really like in the ring fighting like right. competitively and getting up to that level and even at that level, you could probably feasibly like, okay, I need to up my tech, but once I do that, I know I have the stamina and endurance to probably do close to 20. If I yeah, that is so true. That is so true. Cause I never want the issue to be like getting tired and like, it should be the same thing in tricking. Like that is something that I've mentioned to people before where I say like, you, you want the problem with your tricks to be the tricks. People yeah. will say that they're like, oh, I'm not strong enough. And they're like, generally you are, and you just yeah. need, maybe need more tech. And I had an issue coming into tricking, like too built, like I was too muscular and it wasn't yeah. for trick. It was just from like lifting them and it wasn't helpful. And it made me muscle tricks, but yeah. learning the technique kind of balanced out my body and built it into the way that it needed to be to sustain that. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, you're not ever too weak, but if you can make that not an issue at all, like people will have bad ankles. Well, then if you condition your ankles and make it not a problem, now your problem is just the tricks. Like you want to minimize as, yep. as many things as you can. And that's kind of what this has done. I thought it was going to be difficult to maintain both because I'm doing, um, I'm doing an hour of jujitsu and an hour of Muay Thai four times a week. And I'm tricking twice a week. And I thought that I'd have to cut back, but it's like, I don't because it's just conditioning. And it's like, even though it's so difficult, it's not like getting in a car accident. I leave the Muay Thai class and I'm like, wow, my body feels amazing. Like, I feel like I got the kinks out. I feel like I have so much flexibility because I was moving my body through because you're basically just doing tricking basics. When do you yeah. really like, okay, what name tricking basics, right? Like gainer, tornado, yeah, kick. gainer, hook kick. Like tornado kick. If you do that in Muay Thai, they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> What's that? That's like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's like like the basics in tricking is still advanced when it comes to like what it requires from the body. You know? Yeah. It's like okay, so now you're forced to sit for an hour and train nothing but like side kicks, push kicks, round kicks, hook kicks, and yeah, like so you're these really punches that they're forcing you to pivot in. And like, dude, my obliques we were talking about this where we were i was like what can i do to make my core catch up with itself i could not get my obliques stronger yeah and you gave me these exercises and i was doing them and it was like it was helping me balance out again but it wasn't it was almost like not sustainable because it was like as soon as yeah. i stopped the exercises the imbalance is going to come back because i'm doing more tricking than i am doing working out yeah but now, because I have to do all these punches, I'm doing these pivoting, these pivoting motions, you know, like, it's not like, I'm not punching like this. They teach you to like, draw back your shoulder and like, pull through. And then you when actually you do it, you have to snap it back to your head to protect your head. My obliques have never been stronger. Oh, yeah, because you're using a lot of the muscles that are actually up here, like, all the way through the core and through the, through the chest, where it, they call it the, I think it's the 
puncher's muscle or whatever. So it actually helps you. <laughs> scientifically i think that's what scientifically it's not called that but <laughs> crazy because the, you're learning to punch correctly which is actually engaging your whole like a majority of your body right into the punch because a lot of people they'll just be here it's like well yeah like if you jab like a little bit like yeah it's just kind of checking distance like that's what it's meant for right you're learning to literally turn the whole body and like extend all the way through and like that's gonna take up everywhere actually it takes up less energy because it because you're you're uh, you're like you're allowing the energy to come from so many different sources so that's why it takes less energy which is why that they say it but it's actually more powerful but it requires a different set of muscles that you don't normally use and so it's just crazy and then doing the jujitsu the connectivity i feel from the bottom of my feet to like the top of my head is so much more because before in, in tricking you're like okay what do i do with my arms what do i do with my legs where do I look? You're like separating all these pieces. Yeah. But then they teach you, oh, well, if you play your foot here and bridge through here, and then your arm is in this spot, this is going to happen because mechanically this is how it works. And then you mechanically understand other people's bodies because you're manipulating them. And yep. it just creates this crazy understanding, but like not knowledge-based understanding. It's like you're going, because you're going through the motions, because you're moving an entire body against its will, you're like, whoa. I just moved someone's entire body against their will with basically my arm because of mechanics. So you slowly get this like physiological understanding in your own body of like how to stay connected in these different positions. And I just like, and also you get lazy when you do tricks and it's like, <laughs> you know, like I do tricks and I'll be like, I'll be going through the tricks. I'll be like, Oh, this is easy. You know, I'm doing like cheat nine, cheat nine, you yeah. know, hook master zero, 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 two. We'll say, and it's like, okay. So if I'm doing that, what do I need to do? I feel like 99% of that I could do with engaging nothing but my calves. <laughs> like, like that's the reality. Of it. Like I can like swing my arms. I can do it really lazy and still make it look really clean. But if I flex my abs when I do it and I like pull my chest in and shoulder blades back, it's so, it's like unnecessary because my efficiency on the tricks I'm good at is so high that it's not required. Yeah. But if I did it, that's how it's supposed to be done. And it might not even make it look better, but it might like protect my bones. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of important. But but the point being that if I learn that proper tech and like get reminded that there's so much more to the structure of my body than I'm like allowing there to be, that's how you level up. So like if I'm like, oh, oh yeah. now I want to cheat 12. Okay, well, you can't do it with a cheat 12 with just calves. Like at this no. point, now you need to remember that it's also calves. It's also your butt connecting to your hips. There's a lot of muscles that connect all these different mass. Like legs are strong, but it doesn't matter if you can't stay postured up, you know? Yeah, if you don't have the core control for it, it's just not going to happen. It's like, not it's helpful. Not. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, so in some ways, jujitsu is helping you get a better body awareness. Like body awareness for sure. Body awareness where there's endurance that comes along with it because when when we were at your house when we were on the mats kind of like doing kind of like rolling and doing jujitsu stuff yeah. um it's like just kind of dicking around with it i guess in a way yeah i'd it, say so it's like intense because you don't want to get pinned but you like we didn't know what we were doing really we were just like all right like i don't want to get pinned so like i'm gonna find a way not to and then just keep trying to like pin other people right and it takes a lot of like if you're doing it wrong it takes a lot of energy and you find out really quick so you learn how to move more efficiently yeah and i think that's one big thing that it 
helps teach you beyond just that body awareness. And at least that's what I assume because you're having to learn how to mechanically actually move your body correctly and you get a specific result. You're like, okay, if, like you said, you put your foot, yeah. in, foot like this, you lift the hip and you lift the arm and boom. It's yeah. There. And, and the reason behind that is really cool because it's, there's resistance. So you're like, you have like a, a large amount of resistance and you're like, okay, so I'm trying to do this. And you're like, well, mechanically, I'm not strong that way. So you are playing with the zones and you go, oh, this is where I'm strong. If I like, and you're finding all these different points in your body where you're like, this is how my body reacts to this position. And this is where I'm strong. And this is where I'm weaker. And this is like, when this happens, they can like, there's, there's a lot of slow movements, but then there's a lot of fast movements, like correction movements. You're like, oh, I didn't even, like, you're like waiting for that time and you don't expect them to do something. And then they do it and it's over before you even realize it. And, like, and yeah. Right. And it, I feel like that relates to tricking as well, because you can do a slow control movement, but if something goes wrong or you slip or you see a little child run underneath you, or maybe you land a trick that you normally land, but then you have to clutch it because you were just a little shorter than you expected. Just or like small corrections in the air. These things you have yeah. to be quick about it, and it takes a lot of muscle. You need to know where you're strong and how you're going to turn that over. I mean, you're going to prevent a lot of injuries with this That's new true. knowledge base. Also, what's super cool is jujitsu is a lot like it's like stretching. It's like being stretched with resistance. Yeah. That is so true. yeah, I am constantly in my entire full range of motion in my legs and my like my hips, my shoulders, my neck, constant full range of motion and with resistance. And so my I feel like my nervous system is getting so much stronger in the sense that it's allowing me to gain strength in my fully exasperated positions. Yeah, no, it would because you're really going to the extreme. I mean, the couple times that I was there when we did it, like I was just like, oh my god, like I really have to, like if I'm gonna reach my arm around and I'm really gonna try to like get on top and like get to like a different hold, like you really gotta know how to contort your body and like move around because it's very awkward movements sometimes. And, and the sometimes more reach you have, then the more control you can potentially get. But then you're sacrificing strength potential. Unless you understand what parts of you you need to like essentially bring along with you that can bring along yeah. the next part of you. So it teaches you those connected pieces. Super cool. And uh, yeah, it's so cool too because so I'll be doing jujitsu and they'll like be against my guard. They're trying to do guard passes. And then I'll like have my guard up like a normal human and then <laughs> like push on my leg. Human. Yeah, like a normal We're human. From Chris, like a normal human. Like a normal human. I'm on my back with my legs up like a normal human. <laughs> but then but then listen to this they'll grab my legs and think that they can pass my guard but then i'm really flexible because i have like pretty much i could say all three splits i've had them at one point but also in like in like um i would call it see this isn't static stretching this is dynamic stretching because you're active so even though you're not like yeah, stretching. True. They're stretching you, and you're creating the resistance. So I am a lot more flexible in that way. And so they're there holding my guard, and then they like try to bottom me out so they can spin me. And they like they're like, oh fuck, <laughs> like, like, like hey, you thought I was just a, a buff stiff dude, <laughs> but in I, reality, <laughs> I have flexibility. So that's a lot of fun um, to mess with that. But just like being able to like do that i just feel like i i need to stretch so much less because of it oh and yeah. also because of the 
the Muay Thai, I'm doing these kicks so many times and it's so repetitive. And I'm also maxing out um, my range and my flexibility and the power strength in the range. It's like basically rehab. <laughs> I don't, I feel like nobody else at the gym thinks of it that way, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> they think of it as more like mental rehab because some of them are probably just like being able to kick and punch a bag as much as they want. Oh my gosh. Just- That's yes. also so great because the tricking community can be dramatic and also failing tricks can suck because you might leave the session bummed out or you get off of work and uh it's just like you know it's been like so bad at work for me lately because everyone's taking their vacations dude i walked in today and it was like i go in and i had taken yesterday off because i went camping right and so i I, first day off in like forever like in a a month having a day off at all it's nuts a day off for him is vacation right so i go in i finally had a day off dude there's like there's like five basically like if you have like your normal load that comes in i had like two to three times as much there and because they didn't touch it yesterday then i had to help package the food as well as work all of that stuff and i had to do the cake decorator side of things and then i had to close the store that is four shifts worth potentially five if you count my management duties so potentially five eight hour shifts worth of work that i did in one day and all it makes me want to do is punch a bag (laughs) (laughs) that's not leaving that's closest (laughs) you're like i'm leaving and then a customer goes oh do you have time to do a cake order no no i'm gonna (laughs) punch a bag so that I don't hurt you. <laughs> oh my God. So, Could you imagine if it was like that if I was coaching? <laughs> you're like, you're like, I need a punching bag in the break room. <laughs> like it is- I need a punching bag just out in the gym. Why? Because sometimes I just get really mad. <laughs> People just want to just shit talk all day. They're just high and mighty. If they can't do this and they can't do that, I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> they gotta know who they're talking to (laughs) but yeah i mean so i feel like you can't get that in tricking like you can get the meditative side of it but it's also frustrating when you're not training basics like say you've got all this built-up energy and you go out there and you're like i'm gonna go stomp some tricks and then you can't land the trick you're like that's not like you (laughs) it's not helping your mental at all (laughs) so with the Muay Thai, do you feel like it's more, I mean, yeah, because you're doing your basics and you're engaged, like you're really building that muscle memory for like really good round and hook kicks and side kicks and all that kind of stuff. But does it feel like it's just exponentially increased your endurance just because of the hit workouts? Or does it feel like there's other parts of it that you like potential more understanding of like how your body works, like how BJJ helps you with really understanding like where like how mechanically things work does it feel like it's done anything like that um yeah i do think it has um the craziest part i think would be i mean they teach you these things like so say you're doing a round kick right when you when you trick you naturally will like draw back say like if i'm throwing my right leg i will naturally draw back my right arm because i'm trying to balance out right yeah Okay, so when I do that, it also allows my right arm, because it's back, now I can bring it back in for my next trick. You're basically opening and resetting, right? And uh, it's like, 
it's that drag piece. It's the same as like if you're doing a swing through, you leave it behind so that you can recreate new energy or like continue the energy. You got to leave some of it behind so it can be dragged through. And yep. this idea of that, it's still there, but because I'm working basics, I forget. And so it makes you think like, it's the same thing I said, like you are not engaging your abs because you don't have to, it's easy, but yeah, you're going to forget that when you go to that next level. And it's the same thing with these. So I'm doing the round kicks and they're like, you need to pivot your foot and you need to throw that arm really hard because you're, you're losing out on a lot of power that you yeah, could potentially have. not using a whole extremity that is there. You're like, I'm like, I don't need to. That's a really loud sound on the bag. And they're like, they're like, be loud, be louder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also the crazy thing is I have no concept of like my intensity level in Muay Thai. So it's really interesting where I will go through and I'll be like, like a half hour in and I'll be dead. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't keep my arms up. I get, my punches are like, eh. Like it's like I'm sad. Just tapping it at this point, I'm right? Dying. I'm tapping it and going like I'm making like really sad noise, like ah, ah. Like it hurts. It's, it's really sad. <laughs> and they're like, throw a kick. I'm like, I can't. If I lift <laughs> my leg, I'll fall. Right, because that's where you get to. And so like, so then you like go get a drink. You come back. And you're like, all right, start over, and you go. But then just like the idea that you can't be a hundred percent intense from the start. Right? No, it's like you have an hour. You don't get to use your engine full blast for an hour. Now, granted, I am trying to do that, and I will get there. And I promise I will get there oh because <laughs> that's what I do. I told you my training style. Ah! I, was to, I was getting like, I was getting what did I call it? I looked it up. It was called uh, it's called like like nervous system fuzzies or something yeah. like that. I don't remember what it's called, but basically your nervous system is in so much shock that your face tingles and your hands tingle. And I was yeah, getting that. Really is like, is this normal? I was like, no, <laughs> I don't think that is. But yeah, so I got kind of scared of that, but then I was like, oh no, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I just didn't know there were side effects. <laughs> so I wanted my body to think it was dying, so then it evolves. It's fine. Yeah, that's how <laughs> I learned. That's how I learned. So that I was putting it through that, and I think. Uh, it basically taught me that you can do the same thing in tricking um, in this idea that it's almost like, have you ever had a gymnast go like, oh, I'm not ready yet? Like yeah. whether it's like mentally or, you know, maybe it's physically because there's that connection where they go like, like for me, what it is, is like my calves don't feel like they're energetic. So I need yeah. a second to like build up that energy and like prepare it and tell it like, you're going to do this. And then it's like, like okay, this I'm is the next step. Yeah, like it's almost like it's washing over you, like, okay, yeah. now. Um, so it's like the same thing in the Muay Thai where I'm doing it and it's like you can't punch the bag as hard as you can every single time. No. Yet. Yet. But, <laughs> but so I'm learning what my capacity is. Like, okay, do I give it 70%, 100% of the time? Or do I give it, like, like, at what point am I allowed to sprint now? You know, and I, I had to learn that I, I forgot that I had to learn that because I did the same thing with running or like I would run, like say like run three miles. And then at the end I would have like 50, like 0.5 miles left. Um, and I'd be like, okay, so, so how, so I would like switch it up to sprinting and I would sprint the last half of like, why can I sprint? Like, I shouldn't be able to sprint. Does that mean I increase my overall speed? Right. It's really odd. And so I'm trying to find that balance of like, how like hard can I go and still have a sprint at the end? 
And then after yeah. the sprint, I better be dead. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we've talked about the consistency versus intensity. It's right. usually going to be consistent longer over time. And it slowly raises the amount of intensity you're able to do for a certain amount of time. So like, so why, like you just go gung-ho at the beginning. You're like, well, either I die or I do it. So <laughs> I'm going to do it. Right. <laughs> it's usually the wrong approach, but for some reason, you're just not a normal human. <laughs> I just like it that way better. I don't know, man. Because God, it's I, like, that's how I used to do um, like 5Ks too. And I was like, okay, well, if I start fast, I'll never stop. You know, like I'll never, like when I'm running, I, will, I, will, I know that I won't stop running. Like that's so weird for me to like stop running. So like if I start sprinting, then like I'll get through and I'll get tired. So I'll slow it to a jog, but I'll never stop. And then I'll probably have some sprint at the end because it's the end. So like if you, so it's like easier to be like, I'm not going to stop. So that's fine. So I might as well start hard because, yeah. because yeah. you know, you won't stop. But I think that's also a little bit different in fighting because if I start hard and then I get like a little bit tired and they're not tired, then I'm fucked. <laughs> so yep. exactly. I really do need to learn. I really do need to learn how to like yeah. <laughs> do it slowly. <laughs> it's either that or you gotta you gotta be able to be that intense the whole time like right. there are like two ways to do it like you could do it that way it's just gonna take a lot longer right like, and I have that problem when i do conditioning is like i go very intense at the beginning like i try to start pacing myself and i'm like no i should be able to do this and then I put- <laughs> i'm literally in class like whispering to myself <laughs> like i'm in class and i start hard and I didn't even know for the, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I didn't even know at the beginning that like, okay. So, cause some people don't sweat that much when they're in the class. Cause they're yeah, not trying that hard. They're not trying as hard as I am because a lot of them, like not a lot of them, but like some of them are hobbyists. And I joined a really awesome gym because the majority of them are there to compete. And so, um, so I'm there and I'm like hitting the bag. And then I see these, like, these like smaller people. And I'm like, are they better than me? Like, why are they not sweating? Was this easy for them? It's just like my intensity level was like that high that I didn't realize that like I was actually going harder. I thought I was just bad for so long. For like the first two weeks, I'm like, I am shit at this. So it just made me try harder. Oh, <laughs> because these like people who I thought I should be just by looking at them, I was like, they cannot be better than me. Like, I don't know. You're telling, like, you're going like, so hard. And you're just like these people aren't sweating they're better than me i gotta get up to their level right like, <laughs> so we just aren't going as hard right so i'm no i'm like i'm I just i'm gonna continue to pretend but i'm just like in the, i'm like in the corner punching my bag like whispering come on bitch don't be don't be bitch come on and i'm just like in the bag <laughs> don't stop what you do. like i'm yelling at myself like while i'm going it's so funny but uh, yeah I mean, so that's yeah, what but- i do <laughs> I have, I do have that mindset of like, if you're not sweating, you're probably not working hard enough. Like there are people, I've met people who work obscenely hard and they just don't really sweat. Like, it's just not a thing for them for some reason. Like, um, no, there's not, they're not working hard enough because listen to this. You've heard all of like my crazy workout stuff that I do and like how hard I push my body. But then I went into this Muay Thai class. The first time I did it, I was like, holy crap, I've never worked out a day in my life. That was the first thought that went through my head at the end of the class. Oof. I was like, I've never worked out before. That, so I was like, for that to happen, you, you, got, you got to know that yeah, there is. Because I, I don't sweat like that much. If I run, I sweat a ton. And if I do the Muay Thai, I sweat twice as much. <laughs> There's like a puddle. <laughs> like, it's oh, it's ridiculous. Mean- 
so you so i also think another good benefit that probably will come out of movie tie is like your kicks going into like corks and any cork variations or anything like that is probably going to be obscenely better because you're going to so. have more control over it even though like you're used to the movement and the muscle memory having the muscle of like oh this is like a front kick or like a crescent kick or anything and you're just like okay i know exactly how to do this the most efficient way possible now right you get maximum power that's really true because it's like you're actually stacking you're actually throwing these power things and then you're like okay well it's the same thing as the jujitsu my body is powerful in this position so i will hit that position instead of now i'm not just hitting the pose i actually did this thing and i just posted it recently on my instagram of like me doing tricking kicks and then me doing muay thai kicks and i was like comparing the difference and they're really similar but then it turned out that my muay thai kicks i thought looked prettier especially my hook kick i was like whoa my hook kick in the muay thai looks beautiful <laughs> and i'm doing it differently but I was like, why don't I just do it the same? <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Like, why, why am I doing it wrong? But it's just because I didn't have a reason to change my tricking one, but it's so much better when I do the Muay Thai one. And then also, this is really interesting, in the Muay Thai, there would be like, you're doing your workout, whatever. I'm doing push-ups, right? And I'm like, catching my breath during push-ups. Like, thank God I'm good at push-ups. This is why I catch my breath. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm doing that, and then they get up, and they're like, okay, this is your next combo, go. And then you do your combo. Well, like, it's like, in tricking, I will do my combo, and then I'll be like, oh, nobody's going. I'll take it. Like, I will just go. Before, I would, like, think it through. But now I'm like, oh, I just, I'll do this. Because I'm not scared of getting tired anymore. And I feel like I was before. Yeah. I was like, I need to, like, pace myself. But now I think my pace is just higher because of all this other training. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, it really, I really am, like, so much healthier physically. I'm like, when you go into the sauna and you just let yourself sweat, you know? It's the same thing. You're here and you're just like getting all the toxicity out of your body and you're just letting it replenish itself from scratch constantly. It's just, and you're, you are putting your nervous system under stress in a way that I don't think tricking can. Tricking puts your nervous system under stress, but once you get used to certain movements, it is not as stressful. Like if you ever learn 540 kick, Sean, I challenge you to do this. Learn 540 kick both okay. sides and make it look really pretty. 540 kick? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to find my knee brace and then I can the next time I have some downtime at the gym I can do that. Okay, your inner thighs will cry. They've never oh, felt yeah. pain. I, like your I inner told, thighs have never felt pain before. I guarantee. Oh you. no, probably not. Because like the last well, right before we started recording before, like I explained that since I was starting to teach at this new place and I was doing a lot more, it was a lot more spotting intensive just because there's not as many masks there, which isn't a problem. But my quads, I had Jello legs after like an hour and a half of just like. <laughs> And down and spotting and i was like oh my god have i never spotted before because like, right. i'm really tired <laughs> i would stand up every once in a while and, like wiggle my legs a little bit because i was like all right i need to get a little bit of blood flow like, right legs well, especially nine. if you're stationary that sucks when you're spotting you're, like it doesn't feel the same as working out no because like it was stationary and then i'd like, be like bending forward bending back posting on one leg posting on the other leg twisting while doing it and i'm just like oh my god i'm dying like, <laughs> please Oh, it was bad. Maybe I should just do Muay Thai. Yeah, you should. I feel like my you would die. No, they would do one kick to my knee and I would just be down. I'd be like, no. Well, don't do it to compete then. Just do it on the bag and then you're basically learning good self-defense. I mean, that's true. Because like, I've thought about it for a long time. I was like, I really enjoy kicking more than punching. So like Muay Thai would probably be better. But at the same time, all it takes is like, if I went sparring and they kicked my left knee, I would be done. I'd be like, well, 
I can't do anything. <laughs> Dude, I was still yeah. training with this like inner thigh injury. And I basically bait them to try to pass on my right every time because if they try to pass on my left, it's so easy because I can't resist like super aggressively yet. And so they're like, they, they'll do like knee on thigh to do, um, to like get past my guard. They do it to my, to my left leg. I'm like, okay, yep, you come on, come on in. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm stopping. Just get off my leg. I, <laughs> I have found your weakness. <laughs> yeah, just like, but otherwise I like, I'll like keep my left side super high to make them think it's easier to pass on my right. And then they do. And I'm like, yep, okay, I'll fight, I'll fight. And I just keep it that way. But <laughs> as God. soon as I go for the left, I'm screwed. <laughs> but that's just for now. That's that's only that's only temporary. Yeah, that'll get better. It's yeah, fun. that'll get better. But anything else you want to add to benefits of this? No, I mean the benefits are massive, just like a summary. The community is great to have. The um the conditioning side of it is like it's basically conditioning um learning efficiency and, and power and strength and the connectivity throughout your entire body i think those are the biggest benefits and just like being confident in something else um i never had um i never had experience in martial arts before people would be like oh hold this kick hold this pose and i would do it and they're like you look like you're gonna fall over <laughs> so that's what the first thing they would tell me and i was like that is so rude, but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, why can I hit a G switch triple cork and I can hit cheat 12s because I have good timing and I have explosiveness and I just hit that spot just right, but I can't hold it. I have no like endurance in those positions. And these things are going to be huge for building endurance in strong positions. My body's going to get way stronger because I'm learning actually how to use it. So that's, so huge, huge benefits. Highly recommend. Gotcha. All right. And we will see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us on the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast on Instagram. And C-H-R-I-S-P-Y underscore T-R-I-X. That's Crispy Tricks on Instagram. And I also have another YouTube channel, Tricks Fix, T-R-I-X space F-I-X for more tutorials and other things. And we'll see you guys next time.